welcome to the Zurich Life podcast. I'm joined today by Richard Temperley, our Head of Investment Development, to discuss the latest performances and developments across the investment markets. The Zurich Life podcast is available to download through the SoundCloud app and also on zurichlife.ie. You can also subscribe through both iOS and Android. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from a qualified professional. Welcome back, Richard. Thanks, Neve. It's great to be back. Great. Um, just looking straight at equities, I suppose, first off, they fell back somewhat during the month. Well, Neve, actually, the markets were quite strong last month in local currency terms. And of course, equities have been pretty strong since last November, the US presidential election. So markets suffered a bit last month really because of the currency. Um, local currency terms, markets were quite strong. Uh, in euro terms, um, markets were down a little bit. So the euro currency has been a weak currency for a number of years. Uh, the last 12 months, it has stabilized. And last month, we saw a bit of strength in the euro. So when we look at the returns from a Eurozone perspective, from a Eurozone investor perspective, uh, markets were down slightly. But as I said, in local currency terms, markets were, were pretty strong. And of course, the Euro was strong last month, mainly because of better economic data. And on top of that, we had um, the reduction in political risk following the um, French presidential election result. Okay, so that was a significant factor then. It was last yeah. month. It was the the currency. The currency was it was it was a key element. Okay, and world equities. How do they perform? Well, as I say, um, in euro euro terms, markets general overall were down by about one percent last month, but uh, and over the first five months of the year, we're we're up about four point two percent. But um, when we look at the local currency returns, apart from Australia markets were, were good last month, ranging from about 0.6% in Europe, positive, to positive 4.4% in the UK. And when we look at year-to-date in local currency terms, markets have been pretty strong across the board, um, with markets like Hong Kong up about 17%, Europe up about 10 US up about 8%. Uh, they've been the strongest markets so far this year. Okay, and then in terms of sector performance, um, what were the best performing sectors, in your opinion? Okay, well, <clears throat> again, there's no clear distinction last month between the two main blocks of, of, of sectors we look at. We look at what we call cyclical stocks or economically sensitive stocks on the one hand, and on the other hand, we look at what are called defensive stocks, um, like utilities and consumer staples. And last month, there wasn't a clear distinction between the two main um, sector areas. Uh, when we look at individual sectors, technology, again, was the strongest sector, up over 4%. And the weakest sector was the energy sector, which was down about 4% last month. And that, uh, that picture um, has been pretty consistent so far this year. Uh, technology up almost 20% in the first five months of this year and energy down nearly 14%. We do have to remember that energy was one of the strongest performing sectors in 2016. Okay, and with regard to bonds and interest rates, um, do you have any concerns here? Yes, well, uh, in general, the, the fund managers at Zurich um, don't see much long-term value in Eurozone government bonds. 
and we are shorter duration and underweight bonds across most of our multi-asset, um, all of our multi-asset portfolios. Bonds actually last uh, month were up a bit, they were up by 0.8% uh, with peripheral markets uh, outperforming. But generally speaking, um, your bonds are trading in a fairly tight range. Uh, the German 10-year bond yield is trading in a range of between 0.2% yield and 0.5%. There was quite a bit of weakness in bonds towards this in the second half of last year, but this year, as I say, we're, we're, we're trading in quite a tight range at very low interest rates. And over time, we do anticipate that uh, interest rates will start and, and yields will start to, to rise in bond markets. Okay, and the US bonds, how do they perform over the month? Yeah, well, US bond, 10-year bond yields in, in, uh, in the US fell marginally from 2.28% to 2.20%. So um, you know, a, a quite a small decline in yield. Um, and of course, when yields go down, prices uh, go up. But we've got to remember that yields reached a low last year of 1.36%. So we've had, you know, not far off a full percent rise in U.S. bond yields over the last 12 months. Okay. And then just staying with the U.S., um, can we expect a, a further U.S. rate rise? Yes. In fact, it's uh, topical because there's going to be an interest rate rise this evening. Um, and the four, today, the, the, the 14th. And uh, almost certainly there will be a rate rise this evening of 25 basis points or 0.25%. And this will be the fourth increase in US rates since the t cycle turned um, about a, a year and a half ago. So uh, as I say, rates will, be, will go up by 25 basis points tonight to 1.25%. Mm -hmm. When we look at the other markets, we expect Eurozone rates, which are at extremely low levels, artificially low levels, we anticipate that they will stay at these levels for at least the next 12 months. And in the UK, we're not expecting a rate rise until sometime in the first half of 2018. Okay. Um, how did commodities um, perform then over the month? Well, overall, when we look at the overall commodity index, it was down by about 1% in May. And overall, commodities are down by about 6.6% um, this year. Again, we've got to remember they were quite strong in 2000 and um, 2016. The main uh, reason for weakness in commodity, commodities this year relates to the oil price. Last year the oil price went up by about 50%. Uh, this year the oil price is down by about 11%. So you know, some of the gains of last year um, have, have been eroded. Uh, and the reason why um, the oil price was down a bit last month relates to the fact that the markets are a bit disappointed in the scale of OPEC production cuts. OPEC and other major um, producers of oil are expected to uh, reduce production uh, in the attempt to increase prices. And those production, cu production cuts, um, there is some sort of speculation that may not be quite as large as had been hoped beforehand. Okay, um, then just moving on to gold, um, it rose but only marginally, is that correct? Yes, the gold price rose um, slightly, only slightly last month to $1,272 per troy ounce, but it is up 10% so far this year. So gold has been a good commodity uh, to be in. Another strong commodity that we have in our portfolios, in our multi-asset portfolios, multi-asset funds, is, is copper. Um, and it fell slightly last month, but it's up very strongly since um, the autumn of last year, 
it's up about 27% since the autumn of last year. So copper has been a very strong, strong performing commodity over the last six or eight months. And finally, Richard, what assets do we prefer in our portfolio currently? Okay, well, um, we have been what we call overweight in equity markets for quite some time now, and we remain uh, overweight equities and we remain underweight government bonds um, for the reasons I gave earlier on. As regards to the equities, uh, there's a clear distinction in valuation between equities and bonds. The yield gap, uh, the gap between the yield in from equities and bonds is still very large, which supports investments uh, in equities uh, and not so much in, in government bonds. Having said that, on a price earnings multiple basis, um, equities don't look so attractive, but they certainly look attractive relative to bonds and cash. Um, well, thank you very much, Richard, for that in-depth analysis. Um, that brings us to the end of our monthly investment update. Uh, so thank you to our listeners. Um, for more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, visit zurichlife.ie. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.